I'm Rose Skeeters, host of From Borderline to Beautiful, a show about hope and recovery for BPD. Hello and welcome to another episode of From Borderline to Beautiful. Okay, so today is the Monday, so it's another spot for a Mindset Monday Minute, which is actually going to be several minutes because I don't know how I could be more brief than I've tried to be being a hyperbolic temperament uh, or being of hyperbolic temperament. Shout out to all my hyperbolic temperament friends out there. What's up, everybody? So I'm excited. I really love doing these episodes. It's so cool because I my intention with these is to give you a nugget that you can take with you all week until the next time I record again. And so this week, I want to take time to reorient ourselves to recovery. When I started my recovery journey, I really became fascinated by the idea of choice and decision. I knew I had choices when I was in the throes of the BPD. Of course I did. I mean, I chose what I was going to wear, and I was pretty adamant that no one choose things for me. If I'm being honest, I was going to choose where I went to work, what I ate, whether I went to Starbucks for coffee or Dunkin' Donuts, and I knew that I didn't want people telling me what to do. I really sought significance and independence. I wanted to just feel like I was worthy, basically, like... That was my search, right? I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that, of just wanting to feel worthy, to feel seen, to feel heard. And so what I wanted to start with in terms of reorienting ourselves to recovery is to start with decisions and how powerful decisions are. There's a quote by Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, if I'm saying that correctly, concerning all acts of initiative and creation, there is one elementary truth that the moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. So when you make a decision, you must do that intentionally and recognize that if you can choose whether you want to go to Starbucks today, Big B or Dunkin' Donuts, that you can choose whether or not recovery is the path that you want to take in life. When I started this journey, things were really hard. And honestly, I have hard times too now. So what I do when I have hard times is I ask myself, how am I going to live the next 10 years of my life? Like, what do I want with my life? So I'm going to ask you that. How are you going to live the next 10 years of your life? How are you going to live today to create the tomorrow that you are going to commit to? And the most important question is, what am I going to stand for from now on? So all of those questions have one thing in common, the power of decision-making. In order to reorient ourselves to recovery today, we have to recognize that our behavior is in our control, that our emotions are absolutely huge and painful and overwhelming, and that we can turn that emotional dial down, that we can start learning how to notice and name our emotions so that we can, even under emotional stress, turn that emotional dial down 
turn that volume down so that we can go ahead and make the decision that comes from a place of recovery. So I'm going to ask you another question. What does it actually mean to recover to you? My definition of recovery is a life where when I wake up in the morning, I'm not scared that people are going to leave me or abandon me. And when I go to bed at night, I know that I've been a good person according to my, what I value, what I believe in, what, what I prioritize. And that I've done that to the best of my ability. And I've been honest. And that I haven't hurt anyone with my emotions. Not every day that I live on this earth is perfect like that. There are days where I hurt other people. And there are days where I mess up, I make a mistake, or I fail, or I feel insecure. Of course there are. I am human. And the next day, I'm able to look at how I want to live my life for the next 10 years and what I stand for. And I make decisions based on that framework that I had to so painfully carve out for myself day in and day out, just as you're doing in your recovery process. So ask yourself, what does it actually mean to be recovered to you? When I started this journey, I didn't want anyone to tell me that I couldn't be better, that there wasn't a way out of the pain that I was in. And I encourage you to feel that way too. I want you to find it for yourself. Find that hope. It's out there. I am giving that to you today, telling you that I went from hurting people, from a life of chaos and pain, cutting myself, starving myself, binge eating, relationship to relationship, promiscuity and pain to a life where I can wake up and say, nope, we don't act that way. Your emotion is valid, Rose. You're okay. Let's check in. Let's see what you need. Let's make a choice that aligns with the person you have become. So when you ask yourself those questions, what comes up for you? What are some feelings that come up for you? Do you feel hope as I speak these things to you? Or does it make you feel discouraged? I'm going to read a book, an excerpt from a book for you. The book is called Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. If you're thinking, I'd love to make decisions like that, but I've experienced real tragedies, let me offer you the example of Ed Roberts. He is an ordinary man confined to a wheelchair who became extraordinary by his decision to act beyond his apparent limitations. Ed has been paralyzed from the neck down since he was 14 years old. He uses a breathing device that he's mastered against great odds to lead a quote-unquote normal life day by day. And he spends every night in an iron lung. Having fought a battle against polio several times, almost losing his life, he certainly could have decided to focus on his own pain, but instead chose to make a difference from others. Just what has he managed to do? Well, for the last 15 years, his decision to fight against a world he often found condescending has resulted in many enhancements to the quality of life for the disabled. Facing a multitude of myths about the capabilities of the physically challenged, Ed educated the public and initiated everything, from wheelchair access, ramps, and special parking spaces to grab bars. 
he became the first quadriplegic to graduate from the University of California, Berkeley, and he eventually held the position of director of the California State Department of Rehabilitation, again, pioneering this position for the disabled. Ed Roberts is a powerful evidence that it's not where you start out, but the decisions you make about where you're determined to end up that matter. I'm going to say that again. It's not where you start out, but the decisions you make about where you're determined to end up that matter. All of his actions were founded in one single, powerful, committed moment of decision. What could you do with your life if you really decided to? Are you tired of feeling frustrated, resentful, or disconnected from your family, friends, and partner? Thrive Mind Body LLC Mindset Coaching and Counseling can help you. Visit us on the web at thriveonlinecounseling.com. Again, that's thriveonlinecounseling.com. I had never heard of Tony Robbins before I started recovery. It makes sense because I was too close-minded to listen to anyone. I thought that people who talked about choices and decisions were people that had no idea what it was like to feel as deeply as I did. And to a degree, I was right. They don't know how to feel as deeply as I do. But that didn't mean that what they had to say wouldn't apply to me. The road to recovery is harder for somebody who's intense, who's sensitive, who feels so deeply that it feels like other people looking at them sometimes pours thought, salt into a, a burn wound, like a walking burn wound. I used to feel that way. Recovery was so hard. The screaming and the crying and the tears and the feeling lost and the hurting myself and the hurting people around me. What a long road it has been to hear. And it really did only take a decision. I made a choice and then I committed to that decision and I reoriented to my, myself to recovery every single time I felt lost. We talk a lot about identity development and I've even said that you should create a vision of the person that you want to become. You should think about yourself. Who do you want to become? And people tell me, I don't know. And so what I'm going to tell you today is that's okay. You don't have to know exactly who you want to become. If you would have told me 10 years ago that I'd be living in the countryside in Michigan where it snows most of the year and I had beautiful corn and willow trees growing across the street on my property. I mean, I would have laughed. If you would have told me I would have had four dogs 10 years ago, I would have been like, get out of here. No way. But I do. And I could never have put that on a vision board. I knew I wanted stability. That went on my vision board. But I just want you to know that you don't need to know. So today I'm going to offer you a new perspective. What if your new identity is commitment to recovery work? What would that look like? If your private life, your public life, your work life, your family life, all your financial life, your emotional life, the, your future self, if every part of you were to reorient yourself to recovery 
and wear recovery like an identity, what would that look like? If recovery was a part of you right now, in this moment, what would be the next thing that you would do? What's that next right thing that you would do? What decision would you make next? And if recovery was to give you your sense of purpose, your identity, to guide your decisions, how would you act the rest of the day? If you woke up in the morning and you put your hat of recovery on, would you brush your teeth? Would you take a shower? Would you clean up after yourself? Would you care for yourself? Would you eat lunch and breakfast? Would you try to maybe include a handful of greens? Unless you're carnivore, then would you try to include a handful of beef? (laughs) How would you treat the person you love if recovery was your framework today? So as you go through your recovery journey and you try to figure out who am I? Who do I want to become? Where am I going? What do I believe in? What do I value? What what are my morals, my principles? What guides my behavior? If you feel overwhelmed by that, let's take a deep breath together. Breathe in just this moment. Breathe out just this breath. And let's reorient ourselves to recovery. A life less chaotic, more connected, more in acceptance and in alignment with who we were created to be. And we can do that by committing to recovery, to choosing and then committing to recovery and allowing that recovery framework to guide what we do as we move forward to create a vision for the life that we want. So if you're having a hard time dreaming big, try what I'm asking you and encouraging you to do today. The last thing that I want to cover today is the ultimate success formula that Tony Robbins talks about at the end of this excerpt about Ed Roberts that I read to you earlier. Step number one, decide what you want. Step number two, take action. Step number three, notice what's working or not. And four, change your approach until you achieve what you want. Different actions produce different results. Deciding deciding to produce a result causes events to be set in motion. If you simply decide what it is you want, recovery, get yourself to take action. Move your body eat healthy food, pour love into someone. So get yourself to take action, learn from it, and change your approach. Then you will create the momentum to achieve the result. As soon as you truly commit to making something happen, the how will reveal itself. I'm going to read that one more time. As soon as you truly commit to making something happen, the how will reveal itself. So this Monday's mindful minute is to reorient yourself to recovery as an interim identity as you're out there trying to find out who you were created to become. All right, everybody, I hope you have a great week and I will see you next Monday for another mindful minute. Don't forget to go on the website www.thriveonlinecounseling.com or 
www.skeeterstrength.com. That's going to take you to the same place. And you can check out that support group that we are running coming up. Still 50% off. We're just going to leave it that way. So if you want to jump on that and sign up, we still have some spots open. It's beginning on Wednesday, October 18th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can give us a call to coach with us at 809-THRIVE or rose at skeeterstrength.com or jjay at skeeterstrength.com. We can't wait to hear from you to help you and to help you kickstart your recovery journey today. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.